Well, why do you think uh, a hero who engages in a dirty trade and leads a basically dirty life has become so popular with the uh, reading public? Well, um, it's very difficult to say. I think because perhaps the books have pace and plenty of action, and um, espionage is not regarded by the majority of the public as a dirty trade. They regard it rather as sort of a uh, very romantic affair, you know, since the first days when the spy from the other side lifted up the tent flap and listened to the plans of the Arab chieftains and tried to get away with it. Spying has always been regarded as a very romantic one-man job, so to speak, one man against the whole police force or an army. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the James Bond Complex, the podcast where we discuss and analyze the James Bond phenomenon in all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to the films and everything in between. Mm. I'm one of your hosts, Edgar. And I'm Matt. And we are back with our second debriefing of the day, Yeah. although not the one the listeners might be usually accustomed to. Uh, we... A couple months ago, actually, no, that's not right. Last month in January, mm-hmm. we recorded our final review of a Fleming book. It was the uh, Octopussy in the Living Daylight short story collection. So we said, well, let's give Ian Fleming, we don't want to say goodbye just yet. Let's try to milk this baby as much <laughs> as we can. So let's do a Fleming debriefing. You know, our, our list some categories, our favorites. I have some categories, you have some categories. So we're just going to sort of. Uh, share our, our over, you know, we're gonna wrap it with a beautiful wrapping and a nice little mm-hmm. bow. Sort of a like farewell, but yeah. You, I mean, the, to be honest with our listeners, there's already discussions of sort of re re reviewing some some books already. <laughs> yes, yes. If you've yeah, if you listen to the debri- the real debriefing, we did our one-year celebration, and there is somebody I know that is a good friend of mine, and I, I really want her on the show. <laughs> I really... I, 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 we already mentioned that some books we'd love to see a, a new perspective. Yeah, yeah. So, that, so it's true. That's true. But certainly that that fresh take, you know, like, oh, I haven't read this one in 10 years, you know, that's that's done you know we, we can't go back to that we have we have done all the Fleming books all the Fleming Bond books uh, so yes there will be some reduxes so that'll be a bit different vibe we, you know who knows if we're completely out of ideas you know diamond smugglers chitty chitty bang bang thrilling I actually have a copy of thrilling cities I think you have a copy I, of diamonds I have a digital copy of diamond, diamond smugglers, smugglers. Uh, so you know there's always those things but you know considering that we have a year into the show, a year into the show, uh, we have truly done and finished 100% our original fresh take reviews and analyses of the Fleming books. We said, let's send him off to greener pastures with uh, some of our favorite moments. I don't maybe some of our less favorite moments. Do I have a less favorite category? Um, I didn't. I don't think so, no. I couldn't have... I don't... Oh, actually, I do. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I do. Must have been one of the last ones I came up with. That's but, really interesting because I, I don't have that. I've only concentrated on, on the elements I've I've liked. But you know what? 
as we go along, I I, I might discuss things I didn't like, yeah, and sure, I'll be not? interesting. Well, oh, some of my favorites might be things you're not too keen on. So I, I don't. I remember most of our reviews. It's not like we had major disagreements a whole lot. But no, no. But there are points sometimes mm-hmm. like we never fought over. But sometimes oh, I'm like, yeah, I like this mo. Mm-hmm. I don't like it as much as you do, obviously. Certain people are always criticizing novels with uh, uh, sex and violence in them on the basis that they're going to corrupt our youth. Uh, how do you feel about that? And I meant for uh, warm-blooded heterosexual adults. You know, in beds and railway trains and aeroplanes. They're not meant for schoolboys. As I guess maybe before we get into our individual categories, as far as just the overall sweep of the James Bond story from, you know, a hard-nosed, not terribly well-defined secret agent in Casino Royale, like an interesting character just because he's so badass and he's so good <laughs> at cards. But <laughs> we don't really know him that well at the end of that book. No. To a sleeper cell brainwashed soviet agent who's lost his wife and his memory and kills his own boss and goes back to jamaica for the third time it's like so that whole sweep like uh, what, what what do we make of that you I mean talk the to me. story arc yeah. in general yeah yeah i mean the story arc is well he starts as a younger man i mean obviously he's I, how old is he at the beginning of like in casino way out and how old is he like 16 <laughs> <laughs> no, I, he's like he's in the early thirties, mid thirties. He's what forty five by the time he's in his early forties. Mm. By the time he, he, I, 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 the last book, I think it's clearly that to me yeah. it seems like he's closer to forty. Well, you've masterminded this whole over the he, last year, literally over the last year of recording I've, Fleming reviews. You've said. Okay, so this is that that date, and it's referring to this thing in history. So it must be happening there. So you have a much better idea than I do of how much time happens from Casino to um, well, to uh, Golden Gun. I've, it's been confusing because there's, and I've done some research online, and the timeline seems that like Casino Wild doesn't happen in forty fifty three. Mo- most of the Bond scholars seem to agree that it it starts in the late forties. It's like Casino Wild, really. It, yeah, Ooh. and That's more cool. or less the last one is 64 because there's some tropical storm, some hurricane they mention in yeah, The they, Man with the Golden Gun. And they talk about a lot of various interventions in, in Cuba, which was a hot topic in the early 60s, those first two mm-hmm. or three years of the 60s. So I guess from Casino to Golden Gun, 50. 12 to 15 I guess 15 that's a heck of a lot longer than I would have guessed yeah you honestly I can't believe I guess like like 14 books so this is like our 15th Fleming episode this is like my mind is blown that Casino Royale probably actually took in the late 40s and not the early 50s you know what I'm gonna say it's probably more like 40 years uh and uh, no 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 40 40 years not 40 14 or 13 years because it's the way I think it's supposed to be it's one year per book except for the last one the last one is like we mentioned in our la- last episode, previous uh, book episode, it's more or less leftovers that were yeah. not meant to be. Yeah, like we, you, we could just, it could easily be argued that, you know, Octopussy and the Living Daylights happen like whenever during those other, I, be- I, between those other And I think know, in episodes. publication, they, uh, they, 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 they're originally published in newspaper strips and yeah. other publication. They're, they were not, 
that were in between books, basically. Yeah, true, true one-offs, where it's like it, it, nobody cares when this happens. It could be before Casino Royale. It could be after Golden Gun. Like, who cares? It, it, it doesn't so matter. I think Casino Royale happens a couple, like, a couple months, the winter after Casino Royale. I think uh, Live and Let Die happened in January. Yeah. And after that, it's Moonraker. Moonraker so, happens late summer. spring. Oh, early spring? Well, or remember. summer. It's summer. It's summer shell is here. Yeah, that's true. All oh, right, because he's, yes, he's talking about the food that he likes to eat, and it's the season to order some type of a food. You know, hey, man, Moonraker, we talked about that one like a year ago. Like Some of those details are getting a little yes. crazy now. Yes. But I remember when, he go, when they go to uh, Blades. Yes. Blades. When they go to Blades, there's some sort of a passage about the food. There's always talk about food in the Fleming books, but there's something about, oh, yes, you know, when you're in London, like now's the time to order this food because it's like it's warmer. So you might be right. It might actually be spring. Spring. And then you have Moonraker. Moonraker. Oh, well, that is Moonraker. Oh, no, it's spring, not Moonraker. Yeah. That's, uh, so that's it's diamonds. diamonds. Diamonds are I forever. Think, yeah. And Diamonds, I think, is... Uh, I know from Russia is like the end of the summer. I, I isn't isn't like August thirteenth important in I'm, from Russia with love? I'm thinking it's Saratoga. They go to Saratoga, so it can't be winter. I'm gonna yeah, the horse race. Eh? So it's like summer. I'm gonna say sep maybe September the same year or something. Or and then you have from Russia. From Russia, from I Russia feel like it starts in August. Yes, yeah, so pretty certain. So and then the. After that, it's Doctor No. Doctor No starts in January of the following year. Like that's how long when is he convalescing. I can't remember how long he's convalescing. Couple months. Couple months. More or less, I think. And uh, it's it's uh, uh, like I think Strangway gets killed in January, and by March Bond is in Jamaica. Hmm. And after that, it's uh, Thunderball. No, it's not Goldfinger. 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 When does Goldfinger happen? I have no idea, to be honest with you. Goldfinger? No I don't clue. remember. But I know, I'm pretty sure it's Christmas time for, uh, is it Christmas time? For uh, two Christmas books, because Majesty's is Christmas. Yeah, well. I know. But I think, well, the Jan Kinu, I don't know if the Jan Kinu is mentioned in the... I that's where so. I'm, no. I remember, I remember our, our the day we recorded those Thunder episodes was, was awkward, because we're like, no, oh, that... That's the book. No, it's both because the movie's so faithful to the book. It's like yeah. but the junk. I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out and say there's no junk canoe in the book. There's no mention of it at all. No. I think they are. They are part of the mention. Uh, in passing, maybe. Maybe. Well, besides, after that, it's a. Um, well, then I, you got uh, the spy who loved me. But the spy who loved me and the beginning of uh, on a magic secret service happened. On the same time, I think September, um, the beginning with Tracy, because yes, she takes her scooter. Oh no, you're out, you're at Majesty's already. Okay, yes. sorry, so I thought you were still at Smart. Majesty starts in September, and uh, on a because uh, it's the end of beach season. It's the end of the beach season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. In October, he's in uh, the Adirondacks, and uh, it's the spy who loved me, and he goes back into November. And that's when the rest of the mission for uh, on a Majesty Secret right. Service. Right, spy happens like mid Majesty, it's a pretty sort of tight cluster. Like those couple, the last few books after um, the spy of love, like the spy of love me on like oh, that's a tight tight Thunderball 
and onwards is a tightly knit cluster of books. There are mm. more intertwined than people uh, realize. And the odd, odd one out is probably Spy. Spy is an experiment for Fleming. Oh, yeah. Then, um, a successful one, we argued. Yeah, we argued. I mean, uh, I don't remember her name, but there's a author I reach out to online, and I use her, her articles for research. And she, she, says, yeah, you know, she, she, she more or less agreed with us. She, she thinks it's, it's a good book, and I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's um, reputation has only uh, augmented with time. Mm. I think it has a better reputation. People re revisit it. People who complain about this book today have never read this book because they. Well, remember, I, I had that ad admission way back in the day that uh, it was the one I had never like truly read from, from front cover to back cover. That was the one. It was Spy. Because it was like, oh, I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. But I, I, you know, I like Casino. I like Live and Let Die. And then mm -hmm. when it kind of, oh, this month we're doing Spy. It's time to finally read it. I was like, shit, this is a good book. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a good but it's It's not really a James Bond book, but it's still interesting to see yeah. a, a James Bond story from a, a new perspective, let's say. From a, a female perspective, a young woman's perspective, uh, who, and your your favorite type of Bond girl, she she needs to she needs to find resolve because she's in over her head. You know? yes. Those are your favorite Bond girls. I like those two Bond girls, so mind you. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, so that, that, you know, it's a really good book. Then we go to um, You Only Live... You no. Wait. Yes, you only live. You only mm. live twice happens about eight months after on a magic yes. secret service. So we're like uh, yes, yes. So it's like uh, August, September ish. Yes. And then he goes missing for almost a year, like, and he comes back, and I think it's around January that uh, the man with the golden gun like mm. I'm I'm honestly I'm using my memory and yeah. it's uh, I'm not entirely certain uh, but it's more or less what the timeline seems to be to me yeah pretty much pretty much. although that uh, now that we've gone through it it doesn't 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 sound like 50 years but <laughs> it sounds like it's like four years <laughs> yes yes anyways, but apparently he ages by 12 to 15 years in these books it, it's <laughs> You know it's what? Quite fitting. Now we know why they keep doing that in the movie. It's like, how old is he now? But what about? That's <laughs> uh, not important. It's just read the book, enjoy it. You know. I think it's only in the last couple of books that they re really try to make it a universe, tightly knit, mm. intertwined story. After mm. that, it's this happens. But I mean, there's no reference to uh, in in uh, Doctor No. There's no reference to what no. There is, but in From Russia with Love, there's mentions of, uh, what is it, the book before? What's the book before? It's Diamonds. It, it's Diamonds. Well, there's Di mention of Tiffany Case that it didn't yeah. work out. She married the Marine or whatever, or whatever but, the heck it is. Yeah, but the... They're fleeting references. They're, the, 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 con the continuity is not important. Uh, it really doesn't have much of a bearing on... Actually, yeah. that's not true because... Well, it's, it's, not, it's not true until... Thunderball. Thunderball, yeah. Then the earlier books, they don't. There's no impact of the storyline on the next novel. Mm. Like, 
Live and let die. Even Dr. No, which comes after the book where Bond dies. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> even that didn't have an impact. It's like... <laughs> it's and yeah and in live and let die i mean there's mention of the casino royale affair but except for like oh i remember you from when i was uh beating le chiffre you're felix Slater. you're oh you're my friend yeah that's goldfinger right the airport uh no that's in live and let die really? i'm referencing live and let die oh, i don't remember that isn't there when a casino royale reference in goldfinger uh, near the end, pause. Well, the fix when Felix Leiter is like, oh my, you old. But is, is, isn't he spying on Goldfinger? Oh no, in in Goldfinger, it's uh, Dupont. Um, oh, I, thought that's, I thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah, no, I was referencing to Felix Leiter. That is the contact. In oh shoot! Beginning okay, of sorry. Love and let die. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess there are more references than I thought, but uh, it, it's a world that he built. Hmm. I mean, there's that's what that's part of the reason why, uh, 60 years uh, and, and more years later, people are still talking. It's the movies, obviously, but I mean, the books are still are still fun to read. I had oh, a good yeah. time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's you know what, and it's it was a great idea to start the for the the launching pad of this podcast to be the books. It was an excuse to uh, revisit. Some of them, you know, casino, casino. I had read a few times, so that, that that must have been like the fourth or fifth time I read it. I'm a big fan of Live and Let Die, so it was more than the second time for that one. Maybe even Moonraker, but yeah, after that, once we got to like Goldfinger, Thunderball, it was like, man, this is the first time I'm reading this in like six or seven years, eight years, nine years. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was a great, great stuff. Does this again then take us around to a reason for James Bond being so popular in that he always has a goal? His task is a straightforward one and he goes for it in a fairly straightforward fashion. And I think people like the action. Uh, so shall we actually get down to, uh, to some of these categories? I guess like, we'll try to uh, start with like the same category. So like, what's, what's one of your, uh, what are one of your categories? Uh, the first one I have that I wrote down is villains. Okay, I got a favorite villain category as well. Good. I, I tend to, I, I didn't number them, although if we go from like top to bottom, I do have a number one, like, this is my favorite, but here are like two others. I'm like, man, those other guys were like really cool as I well. I have also you know? henchman category. Do I have a, I don't have a henchman category, so I'll defer that one to you exclusively. But so, shall we start with favorite villain? Would you want to start from the top or the bottom? Uh, yeah, I guess make it exciting. You know, here's like, my my honorary honorable mentions and the then least uh, capable or impressive villain to the most impressive. Oh no, I didn't rank. Oh, you ranked all fourteen. Well, I didn't I ranked villains? Some books don't really have. Wow. Villains. Okay. I no, have fourteen, like, but I stretch. I'll be honest. Okay. So okay. So well, I have a top three in that case. So you start. <laughs> I'll listen and comment, okay. and then when you get to your top three, I'll jump in. <laughs> you might jump in earlier, but... This might be weird, because I did the same thing with most of my categories, so there, I feel there are going to be categories where I have my top three, and you have your ranked 14. <laughs> I have... the the I think one of the ones that I have the least amount is Ally. I have six for Allies. I have... Oh, it's another top three for me. <laughs> but I said, but I did favorite ally brackets except for Felix Slider because that's like too obvious. Oh, I, so I, Felix I, is not in my category. In I mind. put Felix in. Felix is like Felix. Felix is like managing that category. He's already like <laughs> up there. It's like, he's yeah. Um, so I'll start with my least favorite villain, uh, the one that I'm like, you're not 
mm, very impressive, but I, I put him on the list. It's Dexter Smite from Octopussy. It's like mm. it's evil Fleming. Yeah. It's like if Fleming was a treacherous uh, drug, no, no, a gold smuggling, um, this would be him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even 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 not super evil. He's but not he's really a threat to Bond either. Bond just wanted the mission to take care of some personal business. Mm. That's it. <laughs> That's why he's number fourteen. Mm, yeah. And the next one, th those guys, I did not enjoy them. Oh, I think I know what's coming up. The Spank Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Just not impressive. Oh, not impressive. Well, we had a lot of reservations about that book. I mean, it's yeah. The 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 one category For I. Where I do have all of them is the book ranking, which we'll, mm. we'll get to probably. Yes, I do have that. Diamonds might not have ranked that high on my list. Neither did it for me. Uh, but yeah, no, not very impressive uh, villains. But I mean, the, you, there's not much to say. I mean, they're mm. barely there. There's, they're, most of the books, they always spend their time saying, it's not worth your time, Bond. You should be on another case. And by the end of the book, you're like, yeah. Does, doesn't M say that at the end of the yes. book? Yes. I remember him saying that. They, they yeah. say that multiple times. Sorry, in the book. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of waste of time. Um, so my number 12 is Christatos. Uh, really? Okay, that's a little... Okay. Okay. I, I didn't rank him very high, but it doesn't mean I didn't like him. It's just that he's not, not very threatening. He's more treacherous. Mm. It's tough because it's a short story. There's not a lot of time... Yeah, to develop that villain—that's that's the thing—and we don't really see him that much. Like he's there I at know. the beginning and there at the end, and it's yeah. It's not because the character is not impressive or interesting. That it's just because he's not that mm. much there. Yeah, doesn't have much a uh, screen time. Yeah. To use another term from another uh, jar. Uh, and number eleventh uh, is Milton Crest, the cruel millionaire. Oh, I would have ranked that a little higher. I would have given him maybe enough, an, an extra couple rankings. He's an, he's, an, he's a jerk, but he, like I said, he's actually the least villainous of them all. Because technically, what does he do? Like, it's horrible that he beats his wife, but he doesn't put the world in jeopardy. He doesn't uh, spy hmm. for another country. He's just honestly a, a freaking jerk. Yeah, but again, he he's still in the context of that. You know, let's let's not forget that James Bond is like in between missions in that yes. story. So he's not on a mission. So he's not he's not hunting down the source of a threat. Yeah, he's just trying to enjoy himself. And lo and behold, here's the villain <laughs> of a married couple's life. Like that's sort of how I see it. Yeah, I mean, he's such a jerk. Capital J. That you know, for that reason, I might have given him an extra couple spots, maybe. But no, he's not a he's not a Bond villain in the traditional sense. But I, he was so enjoyable to dislike that that I maybe would have given him a yeah, couple yeah, more spots. Because I like the other ones more. That mm. it's not. It's, it's just I like the other ones more. But I see your points. And honestly, the the num number number ten, I could have flipped it with with uh, was, uh yeah, I could have flipped it with Melton. It's General G. <laughs> he's only in right. one book, right. and he's sort of a proxy for in the movies. It's Gogol, yeah. where Gogol is more like Gogol is able to work with the West, mm -hmm. and in the book, General G is more like uh, I remember I, what's the name of the villain in Octopussy again? I forget. Dexter Smythe. No, the in, in Octopussy. The, oh, no, the movie, the movie, the movie. Kamal Khan. No, the other one. 
Uh, General Orlov. Orlov. Orlov is more in character. The way he's written is more clo is closer to uh, Go General G uh, from the book. He's very like ah those ah yeah, like the screaming madman mm. general type. Mm. I kind of liked his one moment in the book. That's why I put him because technically he's the mastermind of yeah, the entire. He, he uh, is, even though he's only there for about twenty pages. Yeah, but he's, 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 he made an impact. So I kind of, yeah. I like, but I could, like I said, I could have flipped it with Milton Chris. Now that you mentioned, you're all, almost convincing me of flipping them together, like putting. But I'll, I'll keep my, I'll keep him where he is. We're at my nine now. Nine. Okay. Emilio Largo, Spectres number two. Yeah, well, I mean, n you know, nine out of 14. Now we're sort of getting into warmer territory, or warmer waters, you mm -hmm. might say. Um, yeah, Emilio Largo was pretty f pretty fun. Pretty. Fun. He's maybe one of the villains where, uh, apart from the fact that he was like a former athlete, I don't remember that much about that's why him. he's uh he's so low i remember that he, they said that he had ma massive hands and yeah. he used to be a swimmer yeah the way and he's described is like well if he and bond had engaged in fisticuffs it'd be a pretty good fight uh that's how he's described uh as like a personality i don't i can't say i really remember a whole lot from that from that book uh, from that villain i mean that's why i put him like in the as in the main category of the main like the, the the first couple ones are like more are, are from the short stories except for the spang brothers but the spang brothers are the spang brothers they're they're not that impressive um so that's why he's so low on the 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 the, the ranking mm. now uh, number eight this is where i i kind of like him uh the, the this one i'm like mm, i could have put him a little bit higher but i mean the other ones are so good <laughs> Uh, it's Francisco Scaramanga. Yeah, yeah, that the, that probably makes sense. The snake. That probably makes sense. Uh, I I did like I liked him. I didn't love him. There's something funny about an American Bond villain. Although we'll have you read Forever in a Day? Not yet. Okay, we'll Don't get we'll, we'll get there when we get there. So I'm gonna put an ast there's a major asterisk to next next to what I'm about to say, but there is something weird about an American Bond villain. It gives a strange vibe. I felt to that to that story. Mm -hmm. Gave a strange vibe. Uh, he's cool. I like him. I do like it when he's like, despite the fact that he's breathing his dying breath you know against the tree he's still like sort of taunt ah you limeys don't have it in you you know like he's still you know combative to the last oh yeah i do like that but uh yeah he felt a little bit more gang it felt like an extension of the spang brothers kind of it felt like the east close in he's cooler he's cooler than the spang brothers where the spang brothers are Amorphous blubs, to use another one of my yeah. terms. This one, he has a personality. He has quirks. I mean, he's he's uh, he's not impressive in his goals because basically in the book, he wants to Make build a, a hotel and uh, sell pot, basically. Mm. So, mm. like, uh, it's it's not that impressive. But his means, I mean, his brutality. The guy is like, yeah. you, you disagree with me? And he's not going to even wait to put him in a car and get the car crushed. No, it's just yeah. boom, blow yeah. his brains out. He fires him on the spot. Yeah. He, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I do I do like Scaramanga. That, that, that's actually pretty good ranking. I, I would have 
put him somewhere in there, like the eight, nine, seven sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So um, now we're 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 getting in the last seven. Uh, my seventh is Goldfinger. Yeah, that's that's a pretty solid villain. Uh, kind of a lot like the book, like very grandiose, very proud of himself. Very uh, there there is a bit of a kind of like in the movie. There is a bit of a larger than life aspect to him in the book. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I felt, and of course, you know, well. I don't have a henchman category, but there's always odd job as well. I think maybe odd job is certainly more quirky than than Goldfinger. But Goldfinger is th- th- like that's something they they didn't put in the movie because I don't think people were ready for that. But there's a pervert side to him that because mm. he does sleep with uh, uh, it's not Tilly, it's Jill. Yeah, it's Jill, and it's it's grotesque the way they mentioned that he paints her gold to like he wants to screw gold mm, and yeah. just. There's, it's nastier. Like the the, oh, yeah. the 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 entire relationship that he has with the, with her is just gross. It's yeah. ugh, vulgar. So for that, he's this detestable. And there's the cat that he has a hot job fe- cook. Cook. Yeah. So he's that nasty sob. He's quite he's memorable. Bad, like bad. I see why. I see the the the, uh, the the spark for what they'll do eventually. Uh, what they do with the movie, but uh, there's a grotesque the grotesqueness, I guess. Grotesqueness. The grotesqueness. Mm-hmm. There's a nastiness that yeah. um, you uh, you don't get in the movies. No, that you don't. In you the don't. book, it's like, wow, there's nothing funny about this guy. He's no. just evil. Yeah, no, he's not in the book. In in the film, he's more more fuddy duddy. Yes. Almost, whereas in the in the book he's a, a creepy nasty, sex yeah. bird. Like, yeah. you know when he is in the in the the book, he's more closer to the Danny DeVito penguin. <laughs> yeah, like it's like mm, uh, I'm gonna like he wants to like yeah, especially that scene where he eats the raw fish. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps not that close, but more like his attitude towards uh, power and sexuality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have Mr. Big and wait, Mr. Wait, Big. Wait, wait, where are we now? Uh, this is number six. Okay. Mr. Big is in like uh, we're gonna bring the movies more on this episode. I feel, but this is the one villain that I feel needs to be reinterpreted, resurrected for a movie because I, I I don't feel they needed him justice in the movie. Yeah, they'd probably give him another name. I don't think I don't think they're really interested in in redoing the old books don't don't redo the book just keep the character you can because mr big is a nickname calling bonaparte ignace gallia mm. mr gallia is, is a perfectly fine name yeah. yeah you could get away with it that way yeah but mr big in the movies never referred to as bonaparte or whatever it, so you could call him mr gallia and there there's your villain there's your villain if you've and read the book you know where that's coming from but otherwise it's yeah. for for everyone else they don't care and it just is his physical description, the way that mm. he looks, and he looks like a shark. It yeah. just captured my like, and the way he dies. There's a dramatic <laughs> irony to that. I'm yep. like, I loved it. I love the scene where um, he he has Bond in his office, and he, he has his uh, finger broken. Yeah, yeah. You felt the the power of this character. I really enjoyed him more than I thought I would. I, to be honest, when I reread that book, I'm like, yeah, I kind of I enjoy. And when we're telling him up, that's why he's uh, my number six. Awesome, awesome. And then we're getting closer to you um, to your uh, top three. I think I'm, I might actually step on your toes. 
tell me if I do uh, with this one. Uh, number five is Rosa Klebb. Rosa, a great, a great villain, a great villain. You know, it's interesting. The list actually has two villains from From Russia with Love. Yeah, uh, I know. General G. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Rosa Klebb is 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 so memorable. I mean, her her description in in the book is so it's so uh, vomit inducing. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. The, I the grosser it got, the better uh, it was. It's just it's just nasty woman. She's just nasty. And her her last confrontation with Bond is actually like it's it's kind of cool that yeah. like he's like for a second he's like. Maybe she's not who she is. No, 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 no. You're you're Rosa Klebb. And she's, no, she's just gross. Where the actress is is not as disgusting. She's not disgusting. No, not at all. She's more... She's mean, though. She's like an evil witch. She's like like the school teacher that you had that scared the shit out of you when you were a kid. But it works in the film. I mean, she's one of my favorite villains in in the franchise. But it is a... A, a, it is a, a yeah it is a little softer in the as terrifying as she is in the film it's still a little softer than in the book whereas well, they, in the, the book it's like holy the shit it's like, physical description she's not that as she's a toad yeah she's and then not, she dresses up as a whore yeah so it's like a frog human dressing up as a whore trying to seduce a young Another woman it's woman. like yeah. ugh this is gross give me more <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i liked her and number four is the mastermind uh ernst tavro brofeld i put him high uh, ranking given the you know we were kind of negative normans towards, i uh, did but you know i'm not a fan of the character and in all three books that he appears on he's not well defined i mean we're planning to do an episode where we discuss the entire character from all from the book to the film and everything yeah. in between. Yeah, we need to talk about Blofeld. I think was that where we're gonna call yeah. it or something. We <laughs> <laughs> need to talk about the Blofeld That's next month. Yeah, yeah next month. I want to do our Blofeld, Blofeld special, uh, but the thing is that what he does, what he has attempt to have done. Yeah. I mean, he's a proper, as as the British would say, he's a proper nutter. Exactly, like. His attempts are spectacular, but the way spectacular, spectacular, oh yeah, spectacular. spectacular. Uh, but in the end, it's like he's he's not he's that's why he's not in in my top three. Basically, the, the 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 villainy and the grandiose nature of the ideas gives him a solid ranking, but the lack of character development sort of prevents him from cracking that top three. Though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Respe- I get that. I get that. I probably actually would not have put him at. He might have been more like five, six for me. Yeah. He did kill Bond's wife. Do <laughs> yeah, that. Nah, f- number one. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to start with your t- third? We are in number three. My number three. It's about time I got. Sorry. Got, got a piece of this action. Uh, my number three is Doctor No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I have Doctor New too. <laughs> At number uh, three. Yes. He's so awesome. He's so weird. He looks weird. He talks weird. His Endgame is weird. His parkour is weird. His octopus is weird. His freaking island is weird. His appearance His tanks is weird. Are weird. Everything is weird. <laughs> it's a, it's he's just bizarre. Uh, but that's but that's what I loved about Fleming. When Fleming went weird, he went like to the hilt. And um, I mean, Doctor No for me is like the ultimate personification of that weirdness. Like if 
Like, who's the weirdest one of the bunch? For me, it's it's just Dr. No. The, you know, the Chinese mafias and the, the hands and his, his bald head. No, he has no hair. And he had every piece of hair removed. What is going on with his character? It's, it's, and it. his his... His screens where he looks at James Bond and and like what is happening in this book? It's the, that <laughs> that entire chapter of the uh, the um, torture um, the uh, parkour is part my favorite part of that book. It's Jeez Louise! And he says the weirdest thing. Doesn't he say something bizarre like, "Oh yes, I I tortured a black person and they didn't." I, if a white guy is gonna last this long, I'm like, what the heck is going on it's here? <laughs> such a, <laughs> it's. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. So every did I. So I think it. we were in pretty much an agreement. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, sir. So we shared. We shared number three. My number two is Mr. Big. Oh, uh, I love Mr. Big so freaking much. Mr. Big, see, Mr. Big is almost like. Uh, the Doctor No of the movie where, like, you hear about him, you hear about him, you hear about him, you barely see him, but he's True. so omnipresent that he's terrifying because his 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 fingerprints are on every place Bond and Felix go, everything they do. He's always one step ahead of them. And when we see him, which is only for, like, one chapter at the start and for, like, two or three chapters near the end... He's such a massive individual, and the way he talks, he's very careful with his words. He, he's he's very uh, taciturn, but when he speaks, it's direct, it's to the point. He's the one where Fleming describes him. It, it never seems as though he's really looking at you. He's yeah. like he'll talk to you, but he's already thinking about his next move or something like that. You you don't matter to him, and yeah, that's that's like the cool. difference between him and my. Well, uh, he's a proper villain. He's not. He's planning to do stuff. He has a plan, and Bond it just happens to mm. be in the middle of it. But yeah. like he, to him, Bond doesn't matter. He's just the 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 grain de sable dans l'engrenage. He's just yeah. the thing that's going to monkey in the monkey wrench. in the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever that expression, that expression is. is. That expression. <laughs> that the listeners know. Uh, so what would you was it, so I because you, you have already talked about Mr. Big so mm -hmm. who's your number two? Uh, my number two is Le Chiffre. You know what Le Chiffre is? Le Chiffre is a great villain, less so at the card table. I love Le Chiffre in my the torture scene. My dear boy. Yeah, my dear boy. This is the, the games are over. This is not we're not playing Little Indians. No one's coming here to rescue you. Oh no, it's so not just me. Oh, it's so good. It's really awesome. Really awesome. Although his description. And I might have a category about this stuff, but his description, like a crab. He's like a crab. Uh, you mean Dr. No? No. Um, Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre? Yeah. A crab? Yeah. I think even Fleming even uses that term in the mm, book. I don't remember. Like oh, He probably has an animal quality, but I don't remember. I remember that Dr. No has because of yeah, the pincers and the baldness. Mm. And like, he's meant to be a crab. But I, I thought Le Chiffre was more of a crab. The way he like his his eyes were like. Anyways, doesn't really matter. But yeah, no, Le Chiffre is awesome. I like him. He sounds. He seems sickly, actually. And he I seems think, gross. But the thing about Le Chiffre that he's he's more like it's it's kind of like 
when when you see a car chase on cops or anything, you see the the, the criminal that's being hunted down, crazy, and that's and it's like a like kind of like an animal that's being hunted down. They're crazy. They they're yeah extremely dangerous. Yeah, that's when they're at their most dangerous, the most lethal. And that's what he is because he's trapped. He's at his most dangerous. Like stuff, you have to be extremely careful, and that's why like Bond is kind of careless for a second, and it uh, like he gets his. Uh, Thunderbolt, Thunderballs whacked yeah, because no of kidding. it. And uh, he's also very polite. You know, yeah. He says, oh, I, I, of course, you can't speak. You need hydration. Let's give him some coffee. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very nice. So as, he's, as he's destroying your manlyhood, <laughs> he's doing it the nicest way possible. So, um, great choice. Number one villain. Uh, we're going to agree? I hope we agreed. I think we're going to agree. We've been talking about this for a long time. My number one, I, 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 it's, it's. Do you want to say oh, it at the same do, time? Like, yeah, like three, uh, not, not uh, uh, on, not uh, on one. Like I'll say one, and then we say and, it. And we just say, do we say first and last name or just last name? First and last name. Okay. So, because if it's not the right, if it's not the same name, it'll just sound even more strange. <laughs> so three, three two, two, one. Hugo, Hugo Drax. Drax. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It, Hugo Drax is so awesome. Hugo Drax, Hugo Rex is oh my god, he's everything that you want in a villain. He's yep. a Nazi for for to begin with. Yeah, they're, they're my favorite people to hate. And he's disfigured. Yep, and he's an asshole. He's an asshole. He's brutal, and he's he's sort of he's he's such a son of a bitch. His backstory is amazing. Backstory is. The best. It's yeah, it, yeah. It probably is the best backstory. Blofeld's backstory is actually not too bad, but I like Drax's uh, backstory better. Uh, it's more. It feels more complete. It's and when he reveals himself as a nut, I remember there's a passage. And all his interaction with Bond are fantastic. Yeah, they're great. They're great. He's a great. He he's a great actor because he's play acting the part of like the savior of the British people. It's so fantastic, and I love the the I love the passage where. You know, he Bond has uh, ratted him out a, a, as a Nazi, and he's where he tells his backstory. And there's a little part where he starts like rattling off the name of like the whatever, whatever corporal or lieutenant is or position in the in the Nazi army was. And like he says it twice, and he says it like luxuriously. Like he's he's so freaking proud to have been a Nazi. It's like I love it. I absolutely love it. <laughs> I just, it and his plan's awesome. It's but awesome. It's well, I, I, I you know, this. I, I'd love to know what book Albert Broccoli and Harry Saltzman's read first, and uh, to see what they done with the Bond franchise. I wouldn't be surprised if their first book was actually both Moonraker, because you see more echoes of that book in the rest of the entire franchise mm. than any other one. Unbelievable. I mean, Stromberg is Hugo Drax. Blofeld is Hugo Drax. Uh, Hugo Drax is Hugo Drax. <laughs> uh, Colonel Sun, um, well, not Colonel Sun, Colonel Moon is Colonel Moon. Is, yeah, is, uh, is, Gustav Graves. Drax. Uh, what else? What, what else? What else we got? Well, you could say that Max Zorin is Hugo Drax. He, Max Zorin is, is Hugo a Drax. Identity, sort absolutely, of. absolutely. Yeah, there are tons of them. Uh, Scaramanga is sort of a mini Hugo Drax. He's got like his super laser all of a sudden. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. No, there's a lot of Hugo Drax is just all over the place in the film franchise. <laughs> so, uh, my next category that I can propose 
is uh, the girls. I got ten of them. All right, well, I have a, I have a top three. Yes, well, sex. Bond takes his sex when he finds it almost as casual as he takes a drink. Well, he has one girl per book, approximately, and, and that's one a year. I think that's uh, he's a bachelor, <laughs> and he moves around the world pretty rapidly, and um, I don't see any great harm in that myself. Oh, he's unusually fortunate in meeting these lovely and cooperative girls. Yes, I envy him. <laughs> I'll start with my least favorite, and I think... For this one, I'll fully admit that the uh, film version might have influenced my choice slightly. It's Mary Good Night. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say, Amorphous Blob. No, actually, she's a little bit higher. Really? Yeah. You, you like Amorphous Blob more than uh, Mary Good Night? Interesting. Uh, the other way around. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Interesting. Yeah. I never would have guessed. That. I was surprised myself when I made Melissa. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I kind of like this one better actually. <laughs> no, okay, she's just. She's there in a few scenes, but except for her being, oh, 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 she, she, she doesn't bring much to the plot. She... I do like the fact that she's a prude. It's not very, uh, it's not a fun characteristic. She's not fun. Like, that's, that's all I can say. She, she, I didn't have fun with her. Like, no, she's not that fun. And but she doesn't have a, a heart, an arc. She's like, she's there at the beginning. And mm. she's there in a little bit in the middle, and she's there at the end. Mm. Bye bye. Mm. I mean, certainly Vesper means a lot more. You know, the v- Vesper, her, what, who she is, and what she does, and what she means to Bond. That sort of reverberates time and again throughout the. Um, I keep wanting to say franchise, although I feel that's a word that's really just about movies. <laughs> <laughs> the series. The series. Um, yeah, I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know who I'd pick more on all of them. Anyways, so Merry Good Night's number ten. Ma- yeah. Uh, number nine is Domino Pitachi. Okay, I would have ranked that higher. You know what? I you say that, but I I now trying to think what are her characteristics. Like it's been almost spunky. I love her spunk. Really? Yeah. And I I you know what? I thought Domino Pitachi was the perfect marriage of spunk and genuine heartfelt romanticism. Somehow, some way. I think she's the only character where Fleming got well, two things that don't really like. How are you going to marry those two things that are polar opposites in the same character? Somehow it works with her. I love. I mean, I think we. I must have said it on the review. One of my favorite, one of the most pleasing moments I've had since we started this show was last summer. Uh, the next recording was Thunderball, and uh, and we were. I think it was like a, a July or an August recording, something like that. So the next book was Thunderball, and I hadn't finished it yet. Uh, and and on a weekend, on a beautiful day, I, I left home. I went to Verdun to get some, you know, to get a tan. <laughs> and I brought the book. And it, on that afternoon, I read the passage where she's describing the whole fictitious story about the dude on the Marlboro cigarette package. Isn't and it players? Players, sorry. And I was just like, wow, this is such a nice story. I, le- I thought this character was cool because she had spunk. I think I'm like falling in love with this character right oh, now. Really? Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, no, really, no, it's fine. You're ranking. No worries. I but, didn't care for her no, at all. Uh, so. like, I see no, what I'm you're saying. P- I'm saying like I would have given her a few more spots. I you know, see your like, point. You might, you might convince me to rethink it. Mm-hmm. But since it's, I already wrote it down. So unfortunately, I, no, it's fine. Now to your it's your ranking. It's not mine. I know, I know, ranking. but it's you make you make. Let's say you make good points, but to me, I mean, I didn't think she was that memorable. She, 
she to me seems more like a because she they mentioned that she's an actress and she's very like she talks a lot and doesn't say anything they, i mean the entire story that she tells like i'm like okay you, can you just shut up that's <laughs> like it's the type of discussion i'm like okay just tell me what you you think don't tell me this i don't know she to me she 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 spoke a lot she's one of those uh women that talks a lot but tweet, says tweet 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 kind of kind of like that it <laughs> says nothing ends up saying nothing but that's how i felt um down number eight i might actually shock you again it's gonna be a three-parter at the rate we're going, at the Poss pace we're going. possibly eh, you know uh <laughs> tiffany case yeah tiffany yeah that's one of the earlier ones a, a book we we struggled a little bit with although as i recall um and if i'm just going off of what i'm remembering of what i felt as i read the book tiffany was one of the things i did like about the book I I have to agree, but she's in a in a far from great book. She was one of the things. I liked. Honestly, of the elements that that I've rated from that book, she's probably the highest, and she's not very high. But it's just she's got some attitude. She's maybe like you take Domino, get rid of the romanticism, keep the spunk, and and like square it like that. Sort of like mm -hmm. Tiffany. Case. She's more capable yeah. than uh, the other ones that I mentioned because mm -hmm. she she does end up. Uh, saving Bond after he's uh, tortured at Specterville. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now my number seven uh, is actually Vesper Lind, and why did I put why did yeah. I put it there so high? And it's because freaking amorphous blonde. Yeah, she I see she still has doesn't have much of a personality. She's sort of a sad sap story, but because she has an impact on Bond mm. and the. The series as a whole kind of like she if she doesn't kill herself and if she doesn't happen to be a treacherous uh person bitch uh yeah <laughs> the bitch i didn't say it fleming did yeah bond said it not not us would yeah. be we're too much polite gentlemen for that Absolutely. um but because of that i'm like you know what i have to put her higher like she she mm. she means something she her story arc is different than any other bond girls yeah. Because she kills herself, so I'm like, I I put it as seven because of that. But she still lacks her personality. It's, it's kind of like your Blofeld rank. Yeah, like the impact of the character is is large enough for the ranking to be respectable, even though the character is not great. Exactly. Yeah, all right. No, we're at uh, number five. I, I thought that was your seven. No, oh, six. Case I skipped one. I skipped it. six. See, six. I, I it's some. It's a character. I, I kind of enjoyed uh, from time to time because I I found her playful and uh, kind of cute, uh, solitaire. Yeah. Okay. Really. Okay. And she she had like when the when they're in the train they're flirting yeah. or near the end and uh, I I I don't know I like the uh, last the tortured slash murder attempt on them when they're dragged in the coral, like and she's mm. kind of scared like yeah. you're. I, I liked her and she's she's the damsel and she's yeah but i've still I, she's a little more she was a little more fun which is she flirts mm. with bond like i kind of liked her yeah oh she's not a bad character but i i can already think of a couple you mentioned that yeah you know i would have put her behind actually but uh, no it's fine 
It's it's impression. I mean, I th- th- those are my lists, and no, no, I could rethink it and probably re yeah, reshuffle yeah. it. We do. We record this tomorrow. It's like the ranking is different. Exactly. Right. As you know, and the, as I've told listeners, I don't care about ranking things. So. We're just having fun. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's the poster episode. I think I screwed up like my rankings like six <laughs> times, and I didn't give. I just wanted to talk about the posters. Exactly, and I mean, it's a way to 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 talk about our feelings yeah. about the characters. Um, the m- number five is uh, we're gonna get in the probably one character. Top you five. Yeah. Um, Tatiana Romanova. Yeah, that's good. That that's a pretty good ranking. It's not like she didn't have like the most developed character, but because where she comes from is so well developed and so well described, y- you do feel for her. I did feel for her, and she was like a nice person, and she's living in like a hellhole. Yes. Uh, and she wants to get out. And now there's this old toad whore as trying to, to to get at her uh yeah i i did really feel i maybe again i probably would sneak her in a top five as well to be honest with mm-hmm. you although looking back maybe it's a case of well fleming just keeps pouring on the garbage onto this poor girl that it's like well i like her because she's so distraught is there much of a personality maybe not but i don't care she'd probably make my top five anyway she's she's interesting because of her entire uh situation in russia and she she's uh she, she's she's a pawn in the entire mm. storyline it's kind of horrible what they're planning to do to mm. her yeah. and bonds like yeah so, so, so you kind of end up feeling for her. yeah for sure for sure she's not a bad character by any stretch of no, the but i feel her circumstance i feel for her circumstances mean more than tatiana herself yes i feel but but they're, they're, they're damn interesting circumstances, mm-hmm. so it still works. So, so number four, now I'm going to get the... That's uh, true. i got to get ready uh, for my top three. Uh, right? I'm going to shock you. I think it, she's going to be in your th- top three. I'm going to shock a lot of people, but I put Teresa Bond or Di Vincenzo, depending on... Teresa Di Vincenzo. <laughs> as number four. The yeah, suicidal I mean, widow. Yeah, uh, certainly... I, I would still go for the Tracy of the movie over the Tracy of the book, but yeah, there, there's definitely what's f- Tracy's one of those leading ladies that kind of like Tatiana, her circumstances are just absolutely mind-boggling. Like she's lost a child and she's suicidal and she needs to go to a clinic for her her mental health. But there's something very austere about her at the same time in the sense I love that passage in the book was like, oh, God, did I pick up? Did I did I do a use a pickup line on a crier? And then she's like, oh, she's not crying. That's odd. You know that it does like you can tell there's a there's a there's a bit of a steely resolve about her. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. even though she's sort of again, Fleming seems to be good at marrying completely disparate ca- characteristics like shoving him to one individual like like how are you gonna make that work but she says sort of has steely resolve but she gonna kill herself it's like it, i don't know how that works but it she's, just does you know? she's detached especially early in the book she's completely yeah detached batshit she's she yeah. is batshit and by the end i mean the, the she, problem is you don't see her enough you don't see the transformation and that's, that's where she would like she would miss she, i i would like dock a couple points off because it's like She's just not really there at the end. That's of the why word. I think the book improves on her. The film, um, you mean? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <coughs> oh, the film 
and proves on their uh, story arc. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I, I, I mean, I love. I think that's Tracy. why she crapped the top five. Actually, I think my impression of the movie might have helped. Yeah. She's a blonde in the book, huh? Yeah, She's she is. She, she, I think she looks more like Catherine Deneuve. I think that yeah. was their intention. I think we were talking about that when we, ta- when we did yeah. the review. I think we when were trying they to figure out who they cast. I think I used that as reference when I did the poster, my little poster. Oh, okay, all right. I'd have to look at that one again. That was not It's not one of the ones I remember, actually. Uh, it's, it's, it's the uh, Piz Gloria peak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Piz yeah, Gloria, yeah. you have Blofeld. And I kind of used yeah. my picture of myself as a reference for Blofeld. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, m- now we're in the top three. So. We're in top three. Yeah, so let's get on, on that action. My number three is uh, is Pussy Galore. Is, it, is she your number three? Oh, oops. Oops. I forgot about her. I completely forgot about her. Well, that well, that's how much you disliked her. <coughs> uh, <laughs> I, I forgot about her. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'm going to put everyone down one point, and I, I, I'm... Uh, uh, um, she's my number three, and well, I'll give my number, f- my new number four. My my new number four is <laughs> actually Honey Rider was my my number four. Honey Rider is an awesome character. Honey Rider is a, is a great great character. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll have two number threes. <laughs> you forgot Honey as well. No, I put Honey Rider three. And oh, I okay, forgot, right, right, I forgot right, right, right. You were raving about Honey Rider. Yeah, I know. I, that's why. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna keep her as t- Honey Rider as three, and I'm gonna put. T- Pussy Galore as four. Oh, fine by me, man. And uh, no, I love. Uh, I think we did this joke like a lot in that episode. I love Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she's su- she has such a strong character, but like proper strong. It's not like it, again, it's Fleming writing in the fifties, so it's not like he's really political. Uh, it feels genuine. It feels like oh, this is a real character. Like she knows what she wants, and she's gonna go get it. And she's dressed amazingly. I love her spunk. I love her attitude. Yeah, that ending where like Bond's magic penis does the trick, that's a little disappointing. Uh, you know, do you want a second book where Bond doesn't get the girl at the end like Moonraker? Well, I don't know, but anyway, so what, hey, you know, it's not that this magic penis does the trick. I mean, it, it, she's bisexual. Mm. People swing both ways these days. I mean, it doesn't mean that she's she she she, she She's uh, uh, no, an opportunity, and I'll blank the second word that I'm about to say. Don't forget to do that if you did this episode. She's an opportunity <laughs> for her. Mm. She, she fucks with what she you wants. She does. She fucks boys. She fucks girls. She, like, that's, yeah. that's her. She's not the... She, the, world, the, 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 the world, uh, the ocean is her oyster or whatever it is. The yeah, I mean, is she's, it's a world of... Op- sexual opportunity for mm, her yeah but no i i absolutely love her uh and she's just described in such the most magnificent way her hair and her like purplish clothing like her attires like sort of purplish oh, it's so cool so she's cool. not there a lot in the no book, but that's so. the thing she left such an impact on me that even though she's really only in the final third of the book i, I think it's the movie le- see like the impression of the movie seeping into the books yeah true as but I am she's picturing still really well written, but that but but that still attests to the strength of Fleming's writing because You're correct. there's a lot of that character yeah. on the screen. Make good points there. So, yeah, she's my number three. Well, let me some pussy. I love me some pussy, but I love me some honey more. <laughs> Honey's very sweet. Honey's very sweet. I, you know what I like? She's she's probably the 
dumbest of the Bond girls. Let's face it. She's uh, she, in her own sort of peculiar way. She's no, but I mean, she's not book learned. She's she's a wild child, but she her instinct and her she has like when I'm saying that I'm saying not only because she hunts and she's but she's capable. I mean, she's started her own business of uh, seashell collecting yeah. and it, like I did the math and I think we both agreed like. For today, it's ridiculous. But back then, it's uh, she's making good money mm. on her own, yeah. going where no other man is dares to go because nobody wants to go on crab key. She's the only she one. She wants going. like an operation to redo her nose. Yeah, because yeah. she she had broken by yeah. her uncle, uh, and, and just at the end when she escapes, because uh, she escaped by herself. Like uh, Doctor tries to feed her to 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 some crabs, and the crabs don't don't yeah. care. And <laughs> she escapes, and she puts some clothes on, and Bond has escape on, and they bump into each other, and she was going to actually kill. Today, I'm gonna, I was gonna have avenge you. I'm like, none of the other Bonds, Bond girls do do, do any do anything yeah, no. like that. So avenging I Bond, that's pretty awesome. I, 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 that should be the title of a movie, Avenging Bond. <laughs> that, but she, that's what I liked about her. She, 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 she's punky, but she's not. She, she's kind of a crazed animal at times sometimes mm. she's a little bit immature there is something feral about her yes feral that's yeah. that's the i, I kind of like that yeah she's she's feral but she's not like she's emotionally intelligent that's a stupid term i don't like that term but i guess that's what she would be sort of but uh well, no it's a good pick i i i was a big fan of honey as well i did like her a lot um so what's your number two uh, my number two is Domino Pitachi. Oh, that, wow. That's how much I like that character. Okay, I'm not the type of woman you like. You uh, like that blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm a good listener, so yeah, I don't <laughs> mind that, actually. All right. Uh, um, yeah, no, I, I really fell in love with that character. Uh, you know, I, I loved her at the start of the book, but yeah, the player's package uh, passage really You make the good points. Honestly, yeah. I, now that you mention it, I, I it's, it's... And she's not she's not dumb. Huh? She tells Bond, like, what do you mean, turn the light on? They're all going to see me doing that, you idiot. Like, give me another plan. It's like, she's not stupid either. No, you, like, you make good points. I'm she actually, kills Largo. It's true. She That's true. It's true. You, uh, you know what? I, she's. She, I. You make good points. She's my bond girl. I. Uh, I have to give it to you. You make good points. Mm. Uh, I might have to re reconsider my my ranking because of you. But you're welcome. <laughs> uh, number two, I think this is gonna make it or break it because I don't know if we're gonna have the first, the same number one. I think we might have a different one, but I put. Number two, Galabrand. Interesting. Oh, I mean, that's a great pick. I remember we raved about her a lot. I still enjoyed her. Uh, really, you know, a different. It's funny to say a different Bond because it's like book number three, but like, it certainly broke new ground. When compared to the entire uh, spectrum of uh, the Fleming books, it, she's she stands out. She yeah, absolutely. And it's also the first moment I felt. This is another one of those things. I feel like we said it in the show. But by the time we got to Spy, because it's told from the leading lady's point of view, I remember reading Spy and saying, you know what? I think Fleming sort of flirted with this in Moonraker because there are a couple chapters where we're really with Gala. We're not with, we're not with Bond. Yes. Yeah. So he sort of tested the waters and like then he applies it like full 100% in Spy. But uh, you know it's awesome. It's I mean, she's capable. She, 
she well she ends up helping more or less telling bump they turn the knob it there to, to yeah. sabotage the moonraker she rocket. did the math she yeah. knows the numbers she's a cop uh you know no she's she's great she's beautiful describe really like she's she's very sexy for them. <laughs> uh, in fact she's she's so capable she's so sexy for them. she's so smart she's so strong mm-hmm She's my numero uno. <gasps> Shocked. Yeah, I kind of knew. I kind of knew. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, you, you know what? I, my number one is actually... Well, you know what? It, it feels like we have a heck of a lot more to talk about. We've yeah. only gone through a few of our categories I'm right a, now. I'm tired of talking so much with all my lists. You know what? I think we should reconvene next week oh. to continue this episode. <laughs> Last night, the party last night took a little bit out of us. You know, we're going to need to relax a little bit here. So we're making this a two-parter. Uh, I, ho I hope the listeners don't think we're making this, like, cheapo style. Like, well, let's just extend it. Let's do it Harry Potter style and all that no, stuff. Like, no, it's not. You know, when the content is there, we've always, we've always told ourselves we don't want to release, like, three-hour-long marathons. Um, I mean, what is it, the the James Bond Jr. episode? We we had trouble to record uh, uh, more than what length yeah. that episode is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was almost a year ago at this point. But, yeah, so we're, we're making this a two-parter. We'll continue with the rankings and the discussion of our, our, po our Fleming debriefing next week. Uh, at, the, at the moment, we'll reiterate that we have people everywhere. Uh, we're on uh, we at the www.thejamesbondcomplex.com. We have a Facebook page. Search for us at the James Bond Complex. A lot of people are on that Facebook page, actually. Uh, the Twitter account's doing pretty good, at the Bond Complex. We have Instagram for yep. the artists. Uh, search for the James Bond Complex. Uh, check us out on YouTube. You know, we're starting to, you know, move a little bit there on YouTube. Uh, uh, subscribe and click the thumbs up. Just just thumbs down button. Just It's not even there. It's not even there. <laughs> Google, uh, Google Play Us, Play Us on Google Store, right? You have to say, Clearly okay, Google. Right, yes, okay, Google. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Somebody probably uh, probably had their phone go cluck, cluck mm. because of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Google. Uh, okay, Google, send me to the iTunes Store. <laughs> so, uh, so, bye. So you can send, uh, so you can uh, search uh, subscribe, write a review, and give us a glowing, shiny five-star golden gun review on iTunes. Uh, helps with the search numbers somehow. And uh, we're on Twitter individually. I'm at double O pop. That's the word double underscore OH underscore pop. I'm at Matt O'Claire with two T's. Wonderful, wonderful. And just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond complex with part two of our Ian Fleming debriefing. Merci beaucoup. Toujours un plaisir. À la prochaine. Au revoir. Uh, teenagers presumably are reading them, however. Oh, yes, they are, and I think they're enjoying them very much.